We're potting this together. It's the podcast where we guide you through your favorite or not so favorite Disney Channel original movies. Thanks for listening. I'm Josh. I'm Lori. And I'm Sammy. Catch some of those moths and throw on a bear suit because today we're watching Invisible Sister. Sister, sister. I thought this was going to be not what it was. I was constantly surprised by what it was. <laughs> like it First of opened all. up and it was like Halloween and I was like, oh, cool. Is it like actually a Halloween movie? And then it had almost nothing to do with Halloween. Yeah. I was like, oh, wait, what? This is a Halloween movie? What does this have to do with sisters? And then I kept thinking the invisible sister was going to be like actually invisible. It was going to be a metaphor for her invisibility. <laughs> And I guess it was in a way, but it wasn't her. It just like kept making turns. Oh gosh. Okay. First of all, I should say we've been doing this over a year. This is the first movie that I had to buy. Oh no. I cannot find this anywhere. And like what, the places I could, it didn't work. So $5 towards Amazon later, I got to watch this teen movie. I found one bootleg copy that was on a site that we've all used very frequently but the pre-roll ad was for Brazzers. Oh. Mm, yeah. And it was like really, really big. And I had it on, on my work computer. And like my coworkers oh, no. saw it and like pretended not to see it. So I had to explain what was happening. Like, cause if I just didn't say anything, it would seem I don't get it. These these like um bootleg streaming websites never cater to their audience. No. Like, and it could be so easy. Like, is this movie for kids? Yes. Okay. Have them put ads for kids. That's like weird games. But instead, they're really inappropriate and weird and gross. They're literally always porn ads. Well, like. But like the people who are, I guess. Yeah. The people who are are illegally streaming are generally not eight years old. Nowadays, if you want to try and find something, it's almost like it's invisible. It's like invisibility is all around us but like everyone has friends but like i'm alone but like invisibility is all around us and some people shine bright but i don't well teenager cleo's school science project goes quite awry causing her popular older sister molly to go invisible the intro to this was so hokey it was like they were like hallmark videos aren't cheesy enough how could we one up them and make it kind of like an after school special about self-esteem this whole movie was like an after-school special about self-esteem like a a weird pseudoscience oh my god okay i have so much to say about it (laughs) the beginning also reminded me of the beginning of love actually where hugh grant's like if you go to an airport you'll notice that everybody's invisible and nobody can see anybody at the gate oh my god did you guys have any recollection of this movie had you seen anything about this movie no i had never heard of this movie in my life no I was a big fan of Invisible Mom, um, or My Mom is Invisible. I remember I that. I forgot about that. It was really, really cheesy, but like as a kid, I remember watching that with my family and just laughing hysterically because like 
I don't know. They just did the funny bits where it's like someone's invisible, but there's a towel on their head. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did that in this movie too. I don't know why people, people's siblings and family go invisible so often, but you know, it happens. Because it's a real easy metaphor. <laughs> yeah. And there's always going to be like a time frame, a very specific time frame. I so. have so many issues with the science of this movie, but that's like. Actually, <laughs> you know what? I think it's for now. Cleo falls asleep in one of her classes, and we see that she's like the odd girl out. She's like emo. Her, her, her hair is dyed. Some she doesn't kid, pay attention to class. Some kid calls her a vampire because she's wearing like fishnets. But not even yeah. fishnets. Like it was, it was like just slightly less opaque tights with like a rip in them, and so. Right. And some Doc Martens, and like somebody called her a vampire, and I'm like, <laughs> what? She looks pretty stylish. It also to seems me. like she's just kind of a jerk. Like it doesn't seem like the oh, like yeah. it seems like people were trying to be her friends, and then she was just an asshole to everybody. So then they were like, okay, right. I guess you're yeah, tough, like, so we're just gonna be a dick back to you. Like it was really hard to be sympathetic because she's just like she's complaining about being invisible, but everybody's talking to her the guy she has a crush on like asks her on a date and she's like no her sister invites her out for froyo with all of her friends and she's like mm, i'd rather not and it's just like you're not invisible clearly you're just an asshole yeah you're like i don't know it's very like i'm 14 and this is deep translated into yeah the it's like why does nobody love me shut up i don't want to talk to you like but she has one of those teachers who sees her and he knows she gets straight a's but she's not involved or invested in anything. So he's like, I'm going to fix this girl. <laughs> and he gives her a super hard science experiment to do. I love that teacher. I think he's the best decom not daddy we've ever had. I would agree. He's on part. What was the, there was a film teacher, like a weirdly British film teacher. I don't remember what movie it was. Oh, Maybe I wasn't there for that because it does not ring <laughs> a bell. You might not have been. It might have been Andoni and Brandon, if neither of you remember. Geek Charming? Oh, yeah, I was Was that there. the name of that movie? Yeah, that is though. There was a really cool film teacher. Yeah, but the teachers are having to do the heavy lifting now. Well, this one, like, she falls asleep, but they make sure to show that she still is, like, getting an A-plus in this. So, like, she's not even trying. And he's like, look, you're passing this class, but you're failing at life. (laughs) And he gives her, like, a really complicated project and says, like, this is going to be 50% of your grade. And I think his goal was to try to get her to, like, try harder, like, push herself, Mm -hmm. do something that scares her. But, like, in reality, if he sees that she's isolating herself, I feel like the solution isn't to give her, like, a science project that will make her have to stay inside to do harder work yeah yeah Yeah. alone maybe work have her work together with someone or something like carter the super genius yeah man that would have been cool if he was like playing matchmaker or something that would have been fun yeah i thought it was super cool though how he was like here's some liquid turn it into a crystal and it's just sugar which is like the easiest trick ever also so it was like fun that he's like it's super hard but like that's just crystallizing sugar candy making you could do it yeah also like it took her so long to figure out that it was sugar she had to (laughs) do something like all these like computer programs oh. and like oh it's sucrose that's just sugar and i'm like you could have just licked it you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i mean that's a good science move to just lick it you know <laughs> i feel like maybe even smelling it you'd be like mm, it's a little sweet it's like, mm. so sweet yeah there is one point where he's like you might have to use a spectral graph and I'm like what <laughs> the fuck is, is that real I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like something out of Harry Potter, like Luna's glasses or something. That's how she finds the Nargles inside the sugar. 
Okay, well, spectrograph is coming up when I Google something. It's an apparatus for photographing or otherwise recording spectra. Uh, that would not help her. No, I don't think so. No, I really think they just like Googled science terminology and just threw stuff out yeah. there because none yeah. of this holds they- up. Also, just Google Halloween and throw it in here because that's, I don't, I still don't get how this is Halloween. I got real excited thinking it was going to be a Halloween movie and it just happened to be a movie that takes, it's like Die Hard being a Christmas movie. Yes. Well, next we get to meet George and he's her little friend. And at first I was like, if this wasn't Disney, this would be her like gay friend. Oh, yeah. But because he's wearing these like very flamboyant pants and he's like, I got them from Budapest. Budapest is the new Paris. Girls like crazy pants. They were not good pants at all. But he reminded me of Marco from Degrassi. The pants were fine. They just needed to be paired with something else. Josh, I really want to see you wearing those pants next time I walk next to you at the bus stop. I'll have to go to Budapest (laughs) first. But he's like kind of girl crazy, but he's also a nerd. He's tiny and short and he thinks girls won't like him. So he's... He also kind of suffers from the same self-esteem issues that uh, our our girl, what's her name? Cleo? Cleo. But instead of like locking himself up, at least he's like putting himself out there. Like he like wants to try to be their friends. He kind of reminded me of the the character from uh, the 10 Things I Hate About You. Mm-hmm. The guy who ends up befriending Joseph Gordon-Levitt where he's just like nerdy as all hell, but he's just like trying his damnedest yeah. to be right. friends with all. Yeah. Right. Because I was wondering what they're, why they're friends at all. Yeah. <laughs> It seems one-sided, but I felt I think so out. bad for him. Yeah, because like he clearly wanted to go hang out when Cleo's sister Molly invited her out to Froyo, and he's like, "Yeah, I want to go. There's a whole bunch of girls going," and she's just like, "Nah, I'm okay." And he's like, "Oh, okay." He should have just gone. He should have just yeah. been like, "Okay, right. this looks like fun. I'm gonna leave." and go with them bye you clearly want to be alone forever yeah yeah she denies her sister and all of her friends and then she denies the carter guy that she has a crush on and it's like you're the one turning away everyone around you well the reason she turns him down so he's like oh we should study together and she's like oh so we can be the cliche of the sports guy asking the nerdy girl for tutoring help i don't know at least at my school i remember most of the jocks were also in my like ap classes with me yeah he's like super duper smart so i think that was her having grown up on dcoms and being like obviously <laughs> you're an idiot <laughs> yeah oh, shoot. they're like backpedaling yeah yeah she starts to like she says that he's gonna use her for good grade but she so she has a huge crush on him but she clearly doesn't pay much attention because he's no. actually like a science genius it's crazy that he still liked her he tries to call her out a couple times like later where he's like what is your deal you're always mean to me and then you were nice to me but you're usually mean to me so it's confusing <laughs> right well in good halloween invisible sibling fashion cleo's parents are leaving town which means it's just gonna be cleo and her sister Uh oh the weird part about this though was that the parents were really ignoring cleo molly is clearly the favorite sister but again i wonder we don't have much parental interaction in this movie but i wonder if it's the same situation where she just like pushes her parents away so they just stop trying well it like seems like her mom too is like trying to say something she's like oh good luck at your big because like molly this is where we find out she has like a massive lacrosse game it's like the first of the year there's going to be scouts there and cleo's mostly just like does her homework and like stays in her lane so her mom's like good luck at your lacrosse game we're sorry we won't be there and good luck at staying calm yeah but there wasn't much there i mean i feel like i've been there before maybe not with parents but with other people you see some old family member after a while and 
everyone's super excited about something your siblings doing and then they get to you and they're like yeah good luck with your um hair yeah you're like thanks cool it happens <laughs> but also you don't care enough to actually like include them because you're like we're oh, never no. seeing each other again of course. but in true decom fashion also molly is having they say like dinner because it's a decom <laughs> they can't have like teen drinking so she's like oh it's a dinner it's just gonna be my boyfriend and the whole lacrosse team and all their boyfriends and then any of their friends that want to come it's oh. a house yeah, it's a house party. There's like crazy shenanigans happening, but again, it's a decom, so there's no drinking. So the crazy shenanigans are just them shouting out the fight song. <laughs> I swear I saw a red solo cup. Was, my eyes were peeled. There were meatballs being made. Molly's, meatballs. Molly's boyfriend, Coob, is he's special. He's like, what's, what's in meatballs? <laughs> She's like, Molly is like, it's meat, honey. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, oh, yeah, makes sense. I think he's having a competition with himself to eat as many meatballs as he can. Man, that guy. He never stopped talking about meatballs. When I'm into meatballs, I'm into meatballs. (laughs) When you're not into meatballs, though. Oh, yeah, then I'm definitely not. Uh, In the meantime, Cleo and George were working on Cleo's science project, trying to figure Uh out what's going on there and then a moth comes in and like freaks her out so she bumps a whole bunch of things and some chemicals go in places and the moth flies through some mist i don't know and then the moth goes invisible <laughs> now Science, bitches. This, it's even more weird <laughs> But they kept saying like really big words whenever they tried to like explain anything involving anything with this stuff where they're like the micro capacitor of the flux Marty McFly is evaporated to a solution, but it's a complex solution. Like what? what? 1.81 gigawatts. (laughs) But also what freaking chemicals is she keeping on her desk? That mixed with sugar. Yeah. (laughs) It's sugar. I don't know. And then she couldn't catch this invisible moth because, you know, first of all, it's invisible. But also, she's not trying very Like, I mean, she's no. she's trying, but she's bad at it. Um, She is swinging a net all through that party and no one freaking notices, which I was like, good on this movie for keeping sticking to it in, in that she's invisible and no one sees her. Because if someone was swinging a net around a bi party, I'd be like, bitch, what the fuck? I think I would be more like, if I don't acknowledge this, I won't have to talk to them and figure <laughs> out. I like, probably like, would too. Yeah, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to deal with this. So everyone was just like, we're, we're going to ignore anything that's happening over here. Because they're just like, we're trying to have a party with no booze, very PG party. We just want to eat some meatballs. Any of that distraction is going to cut into our meatball eating time. You know what? I take it back. Anything bad I said about this party, I think I'd want to go to this party. <laughs> it's chill as fuck. They had a pool. They were just, they weren't even in the pool. Like no one had to be in swimsuits. They were just around the pool. Is that all you want for a party is just people standing around a pool? When I think parties, I think pools. But I also don't want to swim <laughs> with people. So it's like the best. So the moth flies away. Party ends. Sisters go to bed. Cleo's <sighs> a little upset that nobody believes her, that she made an invisible moth. But um, I wouldn't believe her. I wouldn't no. either. No, I'd just be like, are you sure you didn't just like blink for a second and the moth flew away? While Molly was getting ready for her big day, she's up in her room and she's like worried. So she's like, I'll just have a seltzer in my water. So she plops seltzer in her water like a true A totally grandma. normal thing for a 16-year-old to do. <laughs> yeah. And apparently she keeps seltzer with her at all times. It's at like Josh and Bino. 
True. I think I should start keeping seltzers with me. She drops her seltzer in and in comes this little invisible moth. It runs into a light and falls into a drink. She sips the freaking moth water. It wasn't a small moth. I understand it's invisible, but like she just like swallowed this thing whole and then she just kind of like makes a face like something tasted weird. I'm like, did you not notice the entire giant bug going down your throat? Yeah, right? Yeah, it was like, it was a face like, Ugh, and then she just like shrugged it off and I thought maybe it was just like she normally hates the taste of the alcohol seltzer. She was not thinking too much about it. She was just like, oh, meh, whatever. You know what? There was a spider in my coffee once. Ugh. I remember it. I can see it right now. Did you drink it? No, I like had a sip of it and then it like floated to the top. So technically kind of. Was it alive? Was it just like the most like hype like spider? I think it had died in the cup. Oh no. And then it was just kind of there. Oh, before you put your coffee in. I'm just imagining a spider just like, hell yeah, let's soak up this caffeine. (laughs) Oh yeah. Like the That'd fastest little guy. So anyway, <laughs> uh, next morning, Clea, Clea, or Molly wakes up and she just like walks to the shower, has a towel with her. She like showers and then she figures out she's invisible. She goes to brush her teeth and looks in the mirror. It's just a floating toothbrush and a floating toothpaste, and she freaks out and screams. And Cleo's like, "What's going on?" Molly, are you okay? Where are you? Molly's like, that's the question. Where am I? I feel like if I were in that position, I would do the same thing as if I saw a moth girl at a party, like with a net, would just be like, I'm just going to go back to bed and hope that when I wake up, this is better. Like, I just don't feel like dealing with this. It's a lot. Okay. So, well, at first they're just like, Molly, you need to stay home. Clearly you're invisible. So Molly's like, no, I have to go to school today. If I don't have perfect attendance, they kick me off the lacrosse team, which I, I think, think- it was- I, okay, well, you continue because I was just going to say I think that's excessive. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought it was just like the rule that was that like if they have a game, they have to be in school that day or they don't oh, have to play. That yeah. makes more sense. Okay. Because I was just like, it clearly, like people are going to be sick. Yeah. Right. You can't <laughs> so, have a sick day. Yeah, but that would make sense. If you're too sick to go to school, you're too sick to play the game. So Molly is like, look, Cleo, I can't go, but. My life is way more important than yours, so just pretend to be me for the entire day and do everything that I'm supposed to do. Okay, before that, Molly is just like, okay, I can make this work. And she puts on her like Halloween costume and she's like, okay, it's fine. I can make it work. And then the costume starts to go invisible because anything she touches goes invisible. And this science makes no sense. No, I don't get it. Because then, like, if she sat in a chair too long, wouldn't it go invisible? But it seems like it's only right. clothes that she's It's only about. clothes because I was worried about the car when they started driving. Ooh, oh. that'd be cool, though. Get, like, a Wonder Woman, like, invisible convertible yeah. and then looks invisible like a murder machine yeah. I was just I don't understand from what we're supposed to understand is her body is digesting the moth which takes 24 hours guys which takes exactly 24 hours no more no less because the human body is to a T so how does that extend to clothes I don't know isn't the solution here too if she like is digesting the water and they want to keep the water and the moth inside her to just eat a bunch of salt foods so she gets a little bit bloaty and retains some of that water. Then they buy a couple of hours. Maybe. That's too much science. That's too much real okay. science. That's real I science, just... Lori. That's not allowed here. I thought for a good chunk of this movie that George's science project was going to tie in and she was just going to have to fart it out. 
They oh, never. Oh, that would have been so funny. And it's like a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory moment where she's like floating. <laughs> parts. They never, they never tied that in. Little no. George Science Project is how much dairy can he feed his hamster? Hamster? Guinea pig. Guinea pig. Yeah. And it makes it, it's really important later because that's how we find out Carter's smart because he's like, it's making your guinea pigs gassy because of fake science, fake science, lactic acid, fake science. Right. I'm like, who would have that much in-depth knowledge on guinea pig digestive systems maybe he just has like ibs or something and he's very in tune with yeah maybe there were so many different things going on in this movie like i didn't have time to get annoyed by anything because it would just be on to the next plot point right. so i hadn't even like drawn that connection but that would have made a ton of i want it feels like there'd be like a deleted scene where that yeah. <laughs> speaking of things just moving on out of nowhere the girl finds out she's invisible and her boyfriend comes over wearing a bear costume. Cowardly he's, bear. Cowardly bear. It's supposed to be the cowardly lion from The Wizard of Oz, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, where is she? She has to be here. Oh, no. And then they're like, no, just leave. She's super sick. And that's when they decide, like, Cleo has to go to school as Molly, dressed up as Wendy from The Wizard of Oz. Except New Orleans Wendy. I believe her name is Dorothy. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, Wendy. Dorothy, Yes. <laughs> I was thinking of Peter Pan for some reason. I think you're thinking of Wendy's, the uh, fast food chain. Oh, oh. that's true. <laughs> yes, they do look similar. I really enjoy how stupid her boyfriend is, Molly's boyfriend. And she doesn't make any excuses. It's like everybody's like, no, he's hot as fuck. I don't care. He is like just lovably stupid. Yeah. It's not harmful in any way. And nobody, Cleo's the only one who makes fun of him for it. And she's also a terrible person. So. Oh, God. <laughs> he's like a little golden retriever like yes. he's just like pleasant and silly and yeah. like it's just yeah it's and i feel like at the end we get a little insight into why he's with molly yeah molly is like cleo you look enough like me that all we have to do is spoiler they don't they don't oh they look God. literally nothing alike i i didn't think they were supposed to be related at first but like i think since they're in the same grade they're supposed to be twins but they never called them twins but like why else would are they in the same grade i think molly's supposed to be a little older because she's so she's worried about college Okay, fair. Because of the, so I think they might just be like a couple years apart. But it would have made more sense to like cast twins in this role and make them twins if they're going to do like the swap. It would have made so much more sense. Plot line. But I could not in any way believe that. No. No one figured it out. Oh my God. She looks, she doesn't look any different. She's wearing a little tiny mask. She speaks completely differently. Yeah, she wore like the weird fishnets with the Dorothy costume too, which like they were trying to pass it off as like Mardi Gras Dorothy so she could wear a mask because whatever. And also like the mask didn't really cover the eyes all that well and their eyes are so distinctly different. And and then they get to the school and Cleo's like, okay, first test, my best friend Nikki if she believes you're me, then everybody will. And it's like, so these two girls are supposed to be like best friends ever. They know everything about each other. And Nikki's just like, Molly, Molly, it's you. Oh my God. It was so weird. But also I loved her character. She was the best character. <laughs> she was adorable. But I feel like I would know right away if my best friend, like somebody who looked mildly like my best friend wearing a mask, tried to pass herself off as even like not a best friend even just like a co-worker or something yeah. i'd be like why oh, yeah. are you here yeah and I'd if you like... know they have a sibling you'd just be like you're not them but you're like them so you're their sister right yeah and it was like even when she was like we're about the same height i'm like no you're not you're like six inches different <laughs> yeah 
it was not lighting up. Cleo goes to school. She pretends to be Molly. She fools her best friend, Nikki. And now she has to go first class, um, which is geometry, right? Yeah. And they find out that Molly is not doing well in geometry. And Cleo's just like, why didn't you just ask me for help? And Molly's like, like, you're approachable in any way, shape, or form. We've already seen her, like, turn down helping somebody else with homework. Totally. So. Cleo wants to, like, go to the science lab so they can figure out the stuff. But Molly is like, no, I have things to do. We have pep circle. This is super important. It looks like actual hell. It looks miserable. Circle, and they have, like, a confession bunny. And they have to, like, confess their secrets, which somehow will make them a better lacrosse team. But really, it just seems like some weird hazing ritual for, like, a secret society where it's like, we all have blackmail on each other. Nobody figured out that that's not Molly, even though she doesn't know the rules of the pep circle. And she's, like, a leader. She's not just, like, somebody on the side who kind of, like, hides in the shadow. She's, like, the the boss. I would be willing to bet she came up with most of those oh, yeah. little games that they do. And when, they're, when Nikki's like, you have the confession bunny. And she's like, what's the confession? confession bunny somebody should have figured this out so she gets the confession bunny and of course the invisible sister stays in the room to hear her super super deep super meaningful secret that molly or that cleo can now say because she's pretending to be molly and she says i'm not as the big bright shining star everyone thinks i am i'm someone else i'm like what is what <laughs> Nobody's this isn't buying it. meaningful at all. And no one's buying it. Especially when she says something like, nobody notices me. I'm just, I'm just invisible to everybody. And it's like, nobody is buying that. Yeah, what? No. Also, like, the girl before her was like, my secret is that I wish weather apps were never invented so the weather could be like a nice surprise in the morning. So I'm just like, you did not have to do this like hot, deep cut, like secret. Right. I feel like you could have just said that like you yeah. hate deep well, she tried. She tried to do something not deep. And Nikki was like, come on, it's confession circle. It has to be meaningful. They did do a, a like a deep one and then just a fun one. So then at this point, like Molly overhears everything. And then she like runs off because she's supposed to be stealing a microscope, which kind of doesn't super pay off, but kind of does later. But she oh, goes yeah. there. And that's when we find out that Carter, the boy that Cleo has a crush on, is super smart because he explains the guinea pig toots to George. And then he's trying to ask George about Cleo, like, hey, what's her deal? And Molly overhears this and she's like, oh, shit, he likes my sister. Oh, my God. I hated this part. Coog, the meatballs are starting to get to him. And so oh, he yeah. runs to the bathroom and we see him strip oh, yeah. off the bear suit and run oh, into my. a stall. There was just too much it was a lot it was like i'm okay with a poop joke here or there but this was like the camera stayed on his face the boys bathroom had like paper Shit all everywhere over. oh was it paper <laughs> mine was like very very bootleg so it just looked like literal piles of shit i had the hd version <laughs> just paper and water and like they put effects on the water to make it look like it was like dripping that's a lot better than what i was thinking because i thought it was just literally piles of shit all over the floor <laughs> and i was like they're going way too far no, it was just a really dirty bathroom. They zoomed up on this poor boy's face as he's like having a moment in the bathroom. Can you imagine you're like 18 or whatever and you're like, I got my first role. It's on the Disney Channel. This is where like Britney Spears started. This is my big break. Okay, now we need to zoom in on you pretending to take a giant dump. <laughs> nice. He left the bear suit like in front of the door. So then Molly <gasps> can sneak in to steal it. 
because she's like, okay, I have 20 seconds to go talk to Carter and pretend to be Molly or pretend to be Cleo. Ew, 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 ew. I hate this part. (laughs) How did she know also? She's, she like, she's very familiar with her boyfriend where she's like, ooh, he got that shit and look. He's going (laughs) to take off that bear costume. (laughs) It does seem like they've been together for a while, so. Yeah. I just imagined yourself in that situation, Sammy. Tim is dressed in a giant bear costume. You just hear him yelling about meatballs, 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 and like running into a men's room. I would know. But generally I know when he has to poop and it's it's not that obvious. I just know. Okay. Right, does he listen to this podcast when he's not on it? Yes. Cool. I will leave that in. Just as a little okay. treat for Tim. Yeah, he would love that. He actually really loves the podcast. He told me the other day, he was like, this is like one of the only podcasts I actually laugh out loud to. So now you can laugh at Lone at its own dookie story. (laughs) Shout out to our number one fan. (laughs) Uh, So she steals the bear bear costume and then that's when she's like goes to talk to Carter and she tries to like flirt with him as Cleo. Oh god. It's not good. She's not even trying to pretend to be Cleo. I thought this was kind of funny because it was like a little ridiculous like this girl in a bear costume flirting with this guy and they were making all the weird hand gestures and she was like sitting on a table being all cute but in a in a bear costume yeah it's really uncomfortable though and i don't think carter was all that comfortable he was just a little happy that his crush was asking him out but like costumes scare me like if i can't see somebody's face so even if i thought it was like the person of my dreams like hitting on me i just be like can you just take that off yeah especially when you're like like i've really liked you for a while and like the one time you ask me out you're wearing a costume when that's clearly not your thing i think i would be suspicious i think i'd be like i don't think you're actually cleo it seems like a high school prank of like somebody asks out and they'd be like haha why'd you think so and so would ask you out but she does. She's like, yo, I'm totally into you and we should go out on a real date. And that just, most of all, that makes me uncomfortable because like Cleo had no say in that. And totally. so if if Cleo didn't want to go to the, what was the name of the uh, party? The Halloween the party? Rump oh, the rump stumper. <laughs> Romp oh, swamp? um, Rob. Romp, romp the swamp. Yes, I guess they are in New Orleans. Yeah, they're. So. they're oh, in New yeah. I did um, appreciate that part of the. That movie. they mentioned they like gave it a place, which is cool. Yeah, yeah it was, like, it felt generic. nice. And like they had a little bit of like they had like one building. <laughs> <laughs> they had a good building. You got to see the whole the whole bus system. <laughs> the bus system? No, I think they go to a restaurant at the end that I'm like, oh, that is a New New Orleans. Oh, yeah, I remember they did, like, an exterior shot of something. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. But then George eventually sees the bear costume disappearing while Cleo and Molly are talking, and then he's like, oh, I promise to keep this a secret if Molly puts in a good word with my friend. We all know he's not going to, like, spoil it even if she doesn't, but she's like, oh, my friend likes good guys, and you're a good guy, so you should just be yourself, and it'll be fine. You know what? They had a little spark earlier at the party, so I was all for it. It seemed less creepy than that plot line usually is, just because yeah. I don't think George was ever actually going to, like, out them. Yeah, like, I think... So it didn't seem malicious. It felt weird only because, like, he was actually, like, the words nice guy were used. A lot. But, um, yeah, a lot. But he wasn't, like, bad version of a nice guy. 
but the teacher who assigned the project to Cleo comes up and to who he thinks is Molly, but it's actually Cleo. And I feel like in this, I got a little hint that maybe he knew that it wasn't Molly. Like it seemed like he was passing on a message to Cleo. Probably because, he Cleo. because he's the smartest person in this entire <laughs> movie. Yeah. So he's like, hey, I hear your sister's not here today. I really want her to know that I didn't mean to scare her and like no pressure. And then Molly Cleo's like, I just don't want to, di- or she just doesn't want to disappoint you. Decom daddy. Oh, oh, <laughs> He's like, I just see so much potential in her. She could really go places. And you, I mean her. <laughs> it, was, it was obvious. Apparently he had a set of eyes that he could see. So then we go to the lacrosse game. <gasps> Oh, sweet. Oh, Schnakers. Have you guys played lacrosse before? I actually really like lacrosse. We played it in school like a few times. I played it like once or twice when I went to the YMCA for the summer as a kid, but I don't think it was ever good. I've never played it. I just want one of those rackety things. <laughs> what fun. way would you hold it? Would you hold it like net up or net down? Well, after watching this, I realized that you're supposed to hold it up, right? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, like at the beginning part, yeah. So Cleo doesn't even know that much, but she has to somehow pretend to be like the star player of this team in front of all the scouts, which no pressure. I certainly oh, don't know the rules. I don't think Cleo knows the rules of lacrosse. And yet she has to play lacrosse good enough to impress college scouts. I don't, why wouldn't, I mean, if this were the real world, Molly would be like, okay, I don't have time to teach you everything, like all the good stuff. But if we take 10 minutes, I can give you like the basics. Right. They didn't do that though. No. She's just like, have fun. Good luck at this thing that I practice for every single day ever to get good at. But you know what? She has a little bit of an advantage because her sister is invisible at the moment and she pulls a few stunts and like pushes people out of the way, makes sure the puck thing gets into the net the ball Mm -hmm. into the net it's very much cheating when it's also like her cheating to hurt the other team still isn't making cleo look great like she's just making the other team look like shit i don't have anything else to say about the (laughs) match because it was kind of boring it was really long stuff and like i get it it can be funny but yeah and then she wins she makes like the score the last scoring goal by herself and we're like okay the whole team like lifts her up and like is like yay this is such a celebration so cool and i feel like this is the first moment where we see molly realizing what it's like to feel invisible despite the fact she's literally been invisible to her credit these are all things she's worked really hard for she worked really hard to be a leader and to support all of her friends and to be in this lacrosse team she earned that recognition i mean she invented the pep circle yeah if freaking cleo wants something then make it yourself hun well i think that's what the teacher was trying to get at was like put yourself out there and you can achieve much more than what you're doing right now i kind of wish the teacher had like made her put herself out there more socially than scientifically because the science in this movie was hands down the worst part <laughs> but <laughs> well I'm like spoilers but at the end he ends up telling her like hey I'm the head of like the science committee do you want to come talk to it like I wish he had pushed her to like join an after school club relating to science because it was something she was like good at yeah, yeah like I wish he had I wish he had gotten her to put herself out there in a very different way than what he did it's just so hard to like her no. well because like we missed the part well we kind of talked like where Molly finds out that Carter likes her and she's like 
hey, he was asking about you. He likes you. And Cleo's like, no, he doesn't like a girl like me. I'm like, shut up. Oh, he my God. That you. was so annoying. They were able to figure out how she's like digesting the sugar moth thing and they find out that she's not digesting it and so if she doesn't in 24 hours then she's gonna be invisible forever which again what science doesn't hold up oh you guys you know what make would make sense at this moment them going to a fucking cemetery? Yeah. <laughs> Good God, this was so weird. Did you guys forget this is a Halloween movie? Oh, I did. <laughs> they have to go to the... And then nothing. I was like, maybe something spooky's gonna... No, nothing spooky happened. Yeah, nope. so they have to recreate the science. With a moth. They can't use literally anything else. Anything else. They can't go out there. They can't get a grasshopper. They can't get a cricket. They can't get a lizard. Or like a piece of candy. Or a piece of Which is made out of sugar, and then you don't need to get more sugar to do the thing. Was the moth part of this science? Like, does it have to be the same species of moth? They did not say so. Why was it a moth? I don't, this whole part was so weird. So the only place you can find a moth in all of New Orleans, despite the fact that there was one in their literal home, to go to a graveyard. They didn't even really show gravestones. No. no. It just looked, it could have been a park. Yeah. It probably was. <laughs> But, like, the one girl's like, we can't go to a graveyard on Halloween. And they, I don't know, they just kept teasing the spookiness and then it didn't get brought. Oh, my God. And then they're like, you know what the best thing to do is? To bring some bright light to attract all these moths. So I have a lantern with the dullest fucking light around. (laughs) Like, the moon's brighter than that. The fake lights of the cemetery are brighter than that. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I thought they were just going to be like, oh, we know this good light pole at this cemetery that's like surrounded by darkness except this dang light pole. No, no. it's a lantern. And then the moth goes like towards a tree. So Molly has to climb this tree. Ugh, and then she falls out. Yeah, and she's like not holding the lantern or anything. So they've given up on that pretty quickly. Oh, yeah, she was holding the net. They had some cool like mist moments. Oh, that was nice. She's like, can you see me now? She's like, I'm coming back. And the other sister's like, no, that's fog, you dumb. You dumb bitch. (laughs) (laughs) The science would have held up if she was coming back. Yeah, right? Oh, it was fog the whole time. (laughs) Moving over. (laughs) All we have to do is always have fog. So now they have to go back to the school, but they make sure to mention, oh, we have time to go home so you can... Oh, they have like a heart-to-heart, whatever. Like, it's what you would expect Uh, that, like... Molly is jealous because Cleo is super smart and Cleo is jealous because Molly is like a lamp that doesn't attract a moth. They have an awkward fight too. And she's like, you did this to me. It's all your fault. Oh God. Okay. I'm just like, I still can't get over the fact that she could be invisible for the rest of her life and they're wasting time trying to find a moth. Anything. None of this made sense. Literally no part of this entire, like the moth not making sense is like the least of the not making sense. Like this whole scene was so weird. At the very beginning, why not go to your science teacher who gave you some weird liquid? I thought they were going to. I thought they were going to go to him and be like, okay, so we figured it out. They never do. It said they hide it from him, him, and he's the only one who could maybe help with the weird science magic. So they go back to the school to use the lab. They Before, they are on the train, and then they make sure to make a comment that, don't worry, we have time to go home and change clothes, and then they go to the school because that was necessary. Spoiler, they don't have time to go home and change clothes. They don't. Like, dude you're gonna be invisible forever like why the the scene was a waste of my time and it was a waste of molly's life okay not only did they go to a cemetery to find a moth but they took the bus to go to a cemetery to find- <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yep. Oh, dear. But they got the single moth, so they have one shot to make this work. They go to the school to meet George, but they have to break in, so then Molly pretends to be a ghost to get rid of the security okay, guard. I actually liked this scene. This part yeah. was cute. But they were very, very adamant that they needed to go to the school because they needed a full-fledged actual science lab. So before they went to the school, I was like, oh, are they going to like break into some like chemist place? But no, it's just the school. No, it's, it's a high school. It's just the school. And I don't think they end up using anything. They end up going to an attic and stealing things from a party. <laughs> they do use the lab to figure out exactly what chemicals made the moth invisible. That's oh, true. okay. Uh, just so they can try to figure out an antidote. Oh my gosh, but you know what? Everyone's too dumb, and the only person who's smart enough could be Carter. So they go to the party to find Carter. And Carter is there as a honey bucket. Cleo, Molly, was dressed as a bear, and honey and bears go together. Oh, It was so cute. But also, that's like a really bold move. Like, this girl's been kind of a dick to you. Like, what if she just like, you idiot, I don't want I mean, what if she comes and isn't dressed up as a bear and you look like an idiot? Like, exactly what happened? Well, they said he spent so much time on it and it looked so good. It was good. I actually handmade that costume. He didn't go to Walmart and like, try to find a honeypot costume. But Molly's boyfriend is there and he's like, sad that Molly's been avoiding him and he's like she's gonna dump me i know it i was cringing at first but then he's like i don't care what happens like as long as she's happy that's all i really want for her and i was like oh my god i get it now this is so why loves him. yeah like he just cares about her honestly and that was nice she reveals that she's invisible and he's like invincible and she's like no sweetie (laughs) it was cute it was super cute and then he's like if you can't get fixed it's fine we'll just have half invisible babies (laughs) oh my god he does say that and it was really cute because then he got nervous about it too it was cute probably because he was thinking about having sex with an invisible girl (laughs) george flirts with molly's friend and then she's like oh my god you're such a nice guy we can totally hang out and i wish they hadn't used that word but it's nice they ended up together it is cute she looked real happy george put himself out there he's like you want to hang out sometime and she just like had the biggest smile on her face it was cute yeah so they find carter they drag him over to the barn and they're like all right molly is invisible and he faints for a second and then he comes back and he's like all right figured it out i've got the antidote and well i know how to make the antidote but what we need is to distill it because she has to drink it they don't have the right supplies yet either because they're not at a science lab which was very important a little bit ago but they can make do literally in a barn they only have 45 minutes before midnight which is exactly when she will be invisible for yeah at the stroke of midnight because this is again Mm -hmm. how bodies work they raid the party for supplies they're in an attic and they're really not supposed to be there and they're like make the antidote like just in the nick of time and then perkins who's the science teacher is like knocking on the door he's like what's going on and they're kids because it sounds like they're all taking rips off a bong oh my god it totally does <laughs> i thought he was pounding on the door he's like what is going on in there like you can't be here this is bad i was like does he think they're all like hooking up like what's this deal oh the sister so like it is midnight on the dot and the sister's like there's one thing i have to do first and she lets the teacher in so that he can see how brilliant her sister is even though that was never the problem that was literally never the thing no no 
they figured out everything they could have recreated it for him later like it didn't it's have true. to be but but carter has a really 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 good line at this like so she ends up drinking the antidote and then he's like but your 24 hours was a conservative estimate of time you actually have 24 minutes and or 24 hours and one minute oh my god well that's good because the first time it doesn't work because you know what she was missing that ginger fizz. Her seltzer. Her seltzer gets to be in there because the fizz makes science work. Yeah, and Molly, do you have any seltzer with you? She's like, always. I keep it with me at all times. She didn't have a purse, by the way. She was just, like, carrying it in her pocket, like, just one single packet. Which lit- So when they went home to change after the graveyard, she, like, traded the actual Alka-Seltzer into a pocket. Like, she's like, this might come in handy later. She has tummy issues. <laughs> I- if she needs seltzer that bad at, like, 16, like, what's she going to be like at, like, 20? She's going to end up the episode of Saved by the Bell where that girl's taking speed to try to keep up with shit. <laughs> It starts with seltzer. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. Guess what? The potion works and everything's fine at the end. They do like a weird voiceover that I blacked out completely. You guys, I want you to improvise your best interpretation of what the voiceover was. I think that sometimes you're not actually invisible and you're just an asshole who nobody wants to hang out with despite (laughs) trying to hang out with constantly. Being invisible is like a double-edged sword because like one side it's fun and the other side it's not and now I'm not and drink your seltzer. Invisibility. What is it? Merriam-Webster divines invisibility (laughs) I'm just thinking of the the time Michael does that in the office. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we nailed it. We did. They have a little they have a little moment afterwards where they show her making a science presentation. Oh, because Perkins was like, you got to come to all these dumbass grownups who couldn't. Everything that you could possibly mis- mix with sugar has been mixed with sugar at this point. There's no way that nobody has found out what she found out. No, but she presented it all herself. Because she is now Albert Einstein. Because she accidentally spilled things. So yeah, that was that was this movie. Josh, what did you learn? Oh, snap. I learned that a good significant other should be happy for you, even if it means you won't be together in the future. Lo and behold, the most important thing I learned from this movie was from the dumbest character. He was the best character, aside from the science teacher. Book dumb, maybe the highest emotional IQ. Yes, wow. for sure. I learned to just don't be a dick if you think that like everybody hates you or whatever like i don't know just don't be a dick like i can't i can't think of a better way to she was a jerk at the beginning like her sister's like hey don't be lonely come get froyo with me and my friends like that's a super dope big sister move yeah Mm -hmm. i learned that the guy's name was coog and not kook Mm -hmm. good yeah they did not enunciate that well like literally any times no um i also learned that if you push yourself then you can achieve so much more than if you just stand around waiting for life to happen to you. I don't have a two tooths and a goof because the trivia on this IMDb was pretty atrocious. One of them was literally, despite being invisible, all of the actors interacting with Molly made eye contact with her. Thank you, IMDb. <laughs> yeah, the they more you know. Some weird cutaways where it's like she was supposed to be invisible, but they show her. Yeah. And so we're like, wait, I get that they're trying to show her still so we can see her, but what? Also, yeah. it was missing the cool invisible movie trope where she picks up a pair of fake like dentures and like claps oh them around. And that's God. always the funniest part. <laughs> I'm awful at it. 
I was impressed, though. I feel like all of the actors really fit the right age range. Yeah, yeah. last time we had like a 25-year-old playing like a 12-year-old. So this was definitely an improvement. There, and everybody was pretty good at acting, too. And I also was really impressed with the special effects. What do we rate it? I hated the science. I actually despised the science and I did not like Cleo. But I kind of liked what they were going for. There was something there. There was some substance there. Gonna give it a 5 out of 10. There was nothing that really stood out to me. Even after I watched this movie, I was like, I'm never gonna watch this again. And this is gonna be one of those movies I forget. It wasn't horribly bad. It wasn't super good. I think I'll give it a 6. I'm giving this a 10 out of 10. <laughs> oh, my. Let me explain. I think this is like... Not because I loved it the most, but I think this is like the peak. Like, I think this is the most decom decom we will ever watch in our entire lives. And okay. we've watched almost all of them. It didn't make any sense. They kept on making rules and like very explicitly stating those rules. And then like a scene later being like, fuck that actually. Let's do this instead. <laughs> the characters were all stupid. Everybody ended up dating somebody at the end. Like everybody did. Perkins is probably boning somebody in that science club for all we know. Like, this is the most, and, like, the music in it was, like, peak decom. It was just, like, I can't think of a movie that's, like, more of a decom. It was, this is very decom. The parents were, like, gone. They're, like, we're going on a trip for this entire experience you're having. Like, they made sure to, like, get them out of there because we can't have two parents in a movie. No, I, I kind of agree. There was a little bit about this that brought me back to old decoms. And also new decoms. It was all decoms. Okay. <laughs> it was the quintessential decom. 10 out of 10 decom. If someone asked me, hey, what are what is that Disney Channel movie thing? What are those like? And I said this. this movie, you think that would be okay? I feel like that's a fair representation. Because obviously, it's like if you take averages, it's going to kind of skew things. So like, what's like if you take like my favorite, still probably Smart House, and my least favorite's probably like You Lucky Dog. And I feel like this movie is the exact midpoint between oh, those two. That's fair. I'm not going to argue with you. I've said this in the group chat, but I feel like as we're getting towards the end, it feels a bit like senioritis. In the same way, I think Lori is just trying to come up with a thesis <laughs> right now. <laughs> and <laughs> at the last minute, and you know what i'm gonna go with it and i'm gonna be the professor that says sure i think that's all uh there's the outro where you gotta like oh yeah we gotta do that part catch a falling moth and put it in your sister's water make her disappear forever make her fade away (laughs) i think i've gone completely crazy i have a request if you've made it this far please Either email us at podmasgethergmail.com, Facebook, comment or message us or tweet at us or Instagram comment at a, you can't Instagram comment pictures. I want pictures of moths. <laughs> Send oh, them to yeah. us. Okay. A good moth. But really, pictures of moths. Yep. Doing cool moth start. stuff. We want to see some moths. Yeah. Where are the moths? If it's an invisible moth, like that works too. If it's just a picture of like some grass, we'll assume there's a moth there. We can't if see. It's we don't know. Just a literally a white square. We'll be like, yeah, it's invisible. It could be an invisible moth. We don't know. You and your invisible friend on the moth to go to the. You, <laughs> you and your invisible friend on the bus going to a cemetery. Here's me with all of my invisible friends. That was this movie, and it exists.
I'm gonna stop recording. Bye. Same.